Thanks for tuning in to The Real Deal Show, brought to you by ebodyboarding.com and Tribe Boards. Well, hey folks, Jay Real back at you with another episode of The Real Deal Show, where we interview the stellar stars of bodyboarding. That's redundant, stellar stars. I have to work on my intro. But this guy really doesn't need much of an introduction. You probably know who this is, and if you don't, you should. His name is Tanner McDaniel. What's hey. up, Tanner? How you doing? Oh, yeah, I'm doing well, buddy. It's, uh, we're here in the Maldives, actually, for the 2022 Visit Maldives Pro, and Tanner McDaniel is in a hot title race with a guy who's really a friend of his, um, and that is Tristan Roberts. So, you know, you, you guys are kind of hanging, you're surfing together in the mornings and stuff, but you guys are going head to head for yeah. the title race, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Tristan and I have been good friends for a long time. Um, yeah, we've kind of grown up on the tour together. Okay. Um, since we were pretty young, I think we met in Sintra, like back in 2015 or something crazy like that. So we've known each other for a long time, and um, it's pretty cool. It's a cool like time of both of our lives, kind of to be. Feels like both of our careers have been kind of building up to I, people call it a rivalry I wouldn't call it a rivalry <laughs> um, but just kind of these head-to-head yeah. moments um, and it's really cool we've had a couple this year he's gotten the better of me twice this year and uh, I think yeah. that's it for him well you know I just read <laughs> Infomed I don't know if you're familiar with Infomed yeah. Uh, Dan Dobbin, he has a, an Instagram page. He's pretty opinionated on there. They just yeah. ran a little piece about you and Tristan yeah. and that rivalry and what you just mentioned, the head-to-head battles. But, yeah. you know, the cool thing is, like you said, you guys are at a good time in your lives. You're both in your early 20s. You know, the whole world's ahead of you. World titles are going to happen, obviously, already for Tristan yeah. being the current world champ and you sort of right on the cusp. And I think, you know, you've been, I'll say, the heir apparent to the world title for a long time. I mean, you've been under the tutelage of Mike Stewart since what age? Um, Mike, I got sponsored by Science when I was 12. And That's then, insane. Yeah. And <laughs> he, Science sponsored me the summer of 2011. Yep. And then later that winter, uh, like the 2011, 2012 winter was when I did the pipe comp for the first time okay and that was kind of when I kind of developed a little bit more of a bond with Mike because I was gonna be in the pipe comp um, so he kind of took me under his wing a bit more at that time just to prepare me for that yeah and then the relationship kind of just built from there so I mean you grew up on Kauai Kauai has a a huge um, history in the sport of bodyboarding yeah are, I mean, were you friends with, I mean, the guys that came before you, the Kauai Classic team, the, the Hubbards, mm-hmm. were you got, were you sort of um, friends with them in those early days, or did you not really know them? Were they out of the sport, competitively speaking, by the time you came up the ranks? Um, you know, I had, I knew who the Kauai Classic guys were. I actually went to school with um, Jason Brown's uh, sons, oh, so I, I was familiar with, <laughs> kind of with them. Um, but really, for Kawhi, it was the Boogie Nation guys that helped me the most. Right. Like Tim uh, Hamilton. Tim Hamilton, David Phillips, David Phillips Dave yeah. Hubbard. Yeah. Um, those guys really helped me a lot, um, especially when I was when I was kind of just starting to get into, like, get onto the scene once I first got sponsored and stuff. Yeah. They, they made some online clips of me. Um, yep. 
that kind of set me on a path. Um, so they were really, really um, supportive. Instrumental and, yeah, instrumental is, I guess, a good good way to put it. Well, um, well I want to ask you a question about that. I mean, do you come from a family of wave riders or your, or your family surfers, bodyboarders? Uh, my dad, dad was a surfer. Um, my family's from Santa Cruz, okay. California. So my dad grew up surfing um, and he surfed my whole life. Um, never like super serious. It was more just like a, just something that he yeah. did. He never never was like competitive or okay he's a pretty decent just a, surfer just a recreational yeah surfer. yeah exactly so, my yeah. mom my mom was into it for a bit but not really not really yeah and then my dad um started stand-up paddleboarding okay pretty like kind of when it was starting to pick up momentum like way like probably 15 years ago yeah this now you guys are on the south shore of Kauai. Is yeah that where you're from Kaloa yeah. or Poipu, Poipu. Yeah. okay yeah. right by the beach there yeah so Grew up on the beach. My dad surfed, but I mean, it's such a beach-oriented place. Like, yeah. I grew up on the beach. I grew up at Brandon Keys. Yeah. Like, so, and those waves, like, they're pretty suited for a bodyboard. Yeah. And it's just kind of like that's what you do. You go to the beach. You go with your friends, and you just boogie board. Yeah. And that was just kind of my introduction to it. Was just boogie boarding. Like, yeah. you just go out and you have fun. Like, you hang out and. It was, was just for fun, but yeah. you stood out. You started to get pretty good at it, so you started to do contests. Yeah, that right? was that was really what how it started for me because I had a little crew of friends who would go and we'd bodyboard every day, and um, one of the local guys was like, "Hey, like there's a contest coming up. Like you should should start entering contests. Like yeah. you're doing pretty well." And um, did some research and found some events like in Hawaii. Um, I actually ended up going to the Big Island for my first contest. Um, my dad has, was working a job there, and he heard about it, so it kind of just was like a weird fate that I ended up uh-huh. going and entering my first contest on the Big Island at, um, I can't even remember the name of the wave, but it's, it was in Kona. Okay. And um, not, entered my first contest. pine trees or old airports? No, or? It, was somewhere, okay. it was somewhere else. Okay. Um, Kona side. Yeah, Kona side somewhere. Okay. And it was... Uh, at the time, Science was running a regional or a Hawaii tour with the USBA. Yep. And um, they had an event on each island. It was really cool. And um, I ended up going and I, I think I won the 12 and under division when I was like 12 or something. So You're a little guy. Yeah, no, up, I was so small. And just like, I still have my trophy. It's such a cool little trophy. Yeah, and yeah that was... Yeah, I'm kind of starting to go on a tangent here, but no, yeah, but I, yeah. I get it. So you, you grew up in the South Shore of Kauai. You, you started doing the contest. Yeah, you must have had. You obviously had success in that first event on the Big On. So yeah. were you um, competing at the same time as Sammy, Sammy yeah. Martino, another Kauai kid? Yeah. Did you know him at that point, or did you hang out with him? Yeah. So I knew Sammy. We, I mean, he's from the South Side as well. So okay. we, we kind of grew up. I wouldn't say together, but we grew up, I mean, obviously in the same area. Kauai is a small town. Um, so obviously I knew knew Sammy, knew of him, knew he was kind of like the guy around yep. like our age group and in that area. So he would be at those contests also. Um, but yeah, I mean, we grew up surfing and doing all that together. So Yeah. yeah. So um, 
I mean, was there any rivalry with him? Or you guys were, I mean, he was kind of the drop knee guy, but he's also really good prone. Yeah, he was, he's a few years older than me, yeah. and he was kind of into it a lot sooner than I was, so there wasn't really a rivalry until for a few until a few years had gone by. Like yep. I wasn't really on the same level as him for a while and then once I turned like 14 or 15 was kind of I think when the rivalry started because that was when he was at the end of his like time in the juniors. Yeah. And that was kind of when I was starting to come into my own a bit more Got it. in that. Yep. So I think that was maybe when the rivalry started. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just trying to remember the timeline correctly, well, I guess. A, it's amazing to me the level of talent that comes out of Kauai. And it's, you know, I've found that there's pockets of talent in this sport that are related to two things. One, the wave quality for bodyboarding or high-performance bodyboarding. That's one. But the other is outside influences that come in. In my area on the East Coast, I know the pro riders from California came to visit a few towns on the East Coast when I was 16 years old and starting, mm -hmm. and those towns became the hotbeds for bodyboarding on the East Coast yeah. because of that outside influence coming in. And yeah. in your case, it's maybe the older guys that came before you that you know kept bodyboarding at the forefront I don't know. That's yeah, my theory. Yeah, it's a good theory. Yeah. Certainly. And yeah. there's so many, you know, the Kawhi Classic guys, you got Chris Burkhart, all yeah. that crew, and then followed up by the Hubbards and the Boogie Nation crew. Yeah. And you're the next generation. So let's push forward. Were you a private school or public school kid, by the way? Um, I was public school for a long time, and yep. then the last year when I was in traditional school was private school. Was it was it because of Kill Howley Day in Hawaii? <laughs> no, no, no. I never had to. I didn't didn't get anything too hectic. Like Got that. it. Yeah. Okay. It, that um, yeah. I never had to deal with anything like yeah, super gnarly it, like that. I talked to JP Patterson. I interviewed him at length a few months ago, and he was talking about Kill Howley Day. Of course, yeah. this is in the nineteen seventies. Yeah, different it was. Scene it was much. Then. It was much different back then. <laughs> For sure. So, you know, um, I know as a Howley kid growing up in Hawaii, there's a different set of challenges. But let's fast forward to you moving to California. Yeah. So you became friends with some of the top riders in Southern California, yeah. particularly your Sack Chat Chronicles <laughs> yeah. buddies. Yeah. Um, so before we get into Sack Chat, let's talk about how that developed. How did you become friends with those guys? Yeah, so it's actually a pretty, pretty interesting story. Um, in I want to say 2014, Tristan Ray was writing for BBR magazine. Yep. When that was still kind of alive and actually a, a print mag. Yeah. Um, Steve Sawitz, I yeah. think, was uh, behind that magazine. Yeah. Steve, yep. Steve was running that at the time, and Tristan Ray was running like the he was 14 or 15 at the time writing yeah. for them, and he was running like the Grom section of it. So he wrote an article on me. He got in touch with me on Facebook or something. He wrote an article on me, and then we kind of just got to chatting, and he was like, hey, like, you should come to California and surf, free surf in the summer. Like, waves are fun. You can stay at my house. We'll film. And oh, cool. Just kind of lined up that I was able to go down. I stayed with him and just had a blast. Yeah. Got really fun waves um, and just, like, had a good connection with Tristan and um, Alex Perez at the time were, like, really, like, good friends and yep. then just kind of made that connection and just I just kept wanting to go back like I would just go to California 
and just have a good time. Like yeah, the just way it's comfortable. Yeah, yeah. And just met some really cool people. I met Craig Wetter. Uh, he came onto the scene a bit more, I think, the next year. Yep. And um, yeah, just became really good friends with those guys and just would keep in touch, like, pretty much throughout the year. And every chance I got, I would basically be like, oh, I'm going to go to California. Yeah. Waves look fun. I'll go surf wedge or. Yeah, just go and hang out and just became like just the best of friends with those guys. And you decided at some point, I'm just going to relocate because I yeah. love hanging out over there. I feel comfortable, right? Yeah, well, over time, I slowly kind of realized like I was ready for a change of pace from yeah. Hawaii. Um, I was traveling a lot and um, just when I would return to Kauai, I would just feel like I needed something else okay and I kind of felt like I was getting that from California yeah um, broaden your horizons yeah exactly like exactly yeah. and now now that I've kind of moved out of I mean I moved out of my parents house like living on my own in California it kind of feels yeah it just feels good to kind of be on your own um, and now when I go home and visit my family on Kauai I enjoy it a lot more yeah I can just kind of enjoy the pace of the island and see the people who I want to see see my old friends back home yeah. and enjoy the waves and just kind of cruise sure yeah and then get back to California yeah where you you're building a new life basically so you've yeah. been in California for how many years like you know two living years. there yeah two and two. a half three years okay. actually geez no it's been like three years now so three years and you know you live very close to where i live yeah. in san clemente yeah and you're you know we see each other in the surf sometimes yeah. salt creek is yeah. kind of your now your local spot right yeah creeks creeks kind of the go-to on the daily basis it's the go-to sure. and you're just at the wedge every south swell yeah of course god that yeah. sounds like my life 30 years <laughs> ago every yeah. south swell at the wedge but it's a yeah. totally different scene now it is than it was back in my day because there's Skimmers, surfers, GoPro guys, <laughs> yeah. SUP people even yeah. charging out there. Yeah. I mean, how hectic is the wedge on a giant swell these days? Yeah, it's it can be pretty out of control. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's um it's exciting for sure. Yeah, but um, you uh, do you are you, do you feel like now hey, I've put in enough time out there. I know the faces out there. I've earned my spot in the lineup at wedge. Yeah, I mean, I feel like now, having done a few seasons out there, I definitely know the familiar faces, kind of yeah. like who the crew is. Yep. I still feel like I'm still kind of a foreign person out there, okay. but I mean, I've I know everyone now, so it's sure. it's a little bit easier to get waves than if you were just to paddle out and you don't know anyone. Right. Because then you know who you know who's just like the one time Joe Blow paddling out, or who's someone who's put in years of sessions right you know yeah no it's i mean it's the same as it always has been in, in yeah. that respect what's the people are going to want to know this because they've seen a million videos of you at the wedge yeah what's the worst beating you've ever taken at the wedge do oh. you have one because we saw a video of you i remember i think you were on a surfboard yeah. and you just got launched in the air but you've yeah. had worse beatings than that i would imagine yeah um because that looked worse than it really was i think yeah that one it, that was kind of more visual effects. It yeah. wasn't as bad as it looked. <laughs> um, there was one... I, I instantly thought of two times. Um, in 2020, there was a kind of early season day, so it was pretty backwashy, and I had a lip or 
there was a board in the lip or something, but there was a backwash flare as I was trying to like get underneath it. The lip hit me in the back of the head so hard, oh, like yeah. just rung my bell so, so hard. Like I, wow. I had to get out and I was like, I for sure was like had a mild concussion, like oh, wow. had to get out of the water and I was like spinning and yeah, it was, yeah. It was bad. And then the second time, it was like a wave about this big. I was trying to take off on the cider and it just wouldn't let me get in. I was pushing and pushing, pushing. And I finally like just got over this little ledge and tried to like scoop in last second and it tossed me like head over heels and I like went forehead first into the sand on like a wave this big like it was so sad (laughs) went forehead first like into the sand and my feet were just like over my head also hitting the sand so I was like donutted like that oh that's and I popped up and I was my spine felt like it was made of jelly yeah so I was up I was fine but I was like my Obviously, yeah. my face hurt getting dragged into the sand. It's, you know, it's, I mean, I have friends who've been permanently injured at the wedge. Yeah. Always in the back of your mind. And, you know, youth is on your side with the flexibility. I yeah. find, at least for myself, I took some massive beatings at the wedge. Oh, a couple yeah. are on video. Just getting <laughs> yeah. guillotined in the back of the neck. And, like, now, at nearly 60 years old I do have some stiffness in my neck I hope you don't when you're my age (laughs) but you guys man I've got a stiff back right now actually (laughs) so you know the stuff you guys do now compared to you know my generation we didn't do quite as much aerial bodyboarding but you guys I mean it's so important and it must be so important for you to stay flexible and fit right yeah, it. Is that, it I mean, do you stretch? Is that part of your reg- regime? Mm, I started to get really into it. Like I was not. I wouldn't say really into it, but yeah. I was more on it. I was probably on it to the level that I should be. Okay. But for the most part, I'm. I'm not pretty. Okay. I'm not very good at it. No. You're young enough. You yeah. Can still pull that off, man. But I'm starting to starting to realize that I got to got to keep up with that kind well, of stuff. Well, you know, you look at, you, we mentioned your mentor, Mike Stewart. He's uh, about nine months older than me, almost 60. He'll be 60 next year. And he's, yeah. I mean, he's in, for a guy his age, he's in peak form. He's yeah. still charging, as you know, John's yeah, yeah. secondary pipeline. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure he has his aches and pains, but, man, he works hard at it. Yeah. I'm sure he's no. giving you advice to hey, yeah. man, stay flexible. That's yeah, yeah. Key. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's. I mean, it's. It is what it is, but um, it's good that you're at least aware of that. Yeah. So. No, I'm. A, I'm aware that I need to be better about it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and, and in practice, you'll get there. Yeah, yeah. At some point. Okay, so let's move into Sack Chat Chronicles. <laughs> what is Sack Chat Chronicles, and why is it called that? Um. Here's your chance to promote, <laughs> man. Yeah. So, I actually. The name, so Sack Chat is the name of our like group chat. So it's me, Tristan Ray, Craig Wetter, Alex Perez. That's the four of our, Sack Chat is the name of like our iMessage group chat. Okay. It's a long story about where that name came from. Okay. Um, Does it have uh, origins? And the nether regions of the male anatomy? I guess it does. I don't know where it, like, I'm sure that that's, honestly, we've had, we've had that chat name for like, eight years okay so it started way back then and then one day we were kind of all hanging around at craig's house and we were watching all these all the old videos that he had from like 
at the time like th three years worth of footage, and we we're like, we should like start making little little clips of all this stuff and just kind of like start a little channel or whatever. Yeah. And I don't. I also couldn't tell you who came up with the name. I think I might have come up with Chronicles part, but I was like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, like a little Sack Chat Chronicles. Yeah. And that was just kind of how it started. Yeah. Yeah. And um, how many videos have you guys put out at this point? Oh gosh, I don't know. Um, I don't know, go check it out on our YouTube channel. And you yeah, can find so out. what is the YouTube channel? Go <laughs> ahead and give it a plug. Just Sack Chat, Sack Chat Chronicles on YouTube or Sack Chat on Instagram. Okay, and it's uh, those four guys, yep. Craig, Alex, and friends. Tristan, and yourself, yep. and others yep. you know, that, that kind of hang in your neck of the woods. And it's, uh, it's not just bodyboarding. It's kind of a lifestyle yeah. channel. You guys, and your daily... Um, yeah, activities, yeah. the fun stuff you do. Yeah. You're out on boats. You're sliding down slip and slides <laughs> yeah. down hills, and uh, yep. it's not quite as extreme as like Chris White's Tension series, no. where they're doing horrible no. stuff to people. <laughs> no, it's um, um, it's just all fun. It's, yeah, you know, it, it living is a good life. It is. Yeah, anytime we are able to, um, we're doing something fun, we can get footage of it. That's what we'll put on there. How's the viewership? Um, we're getting there. We're, yeah. we're slowly making progress. Yeah. Um, it takes a while to build an audience. Yeah, it does. YouTube. It really does. And yeah, hopefully we can start kind of pushing that out a little more. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's been fun. Like people enjoy it and that's kind of all that matters really. Good, man. Um, well, so let's move into the wrap up phase here because yeah. you're preparing for a big contest. Tomorrow yeah. we're all on call for the for the comp uh, as we shoot this on August 1st, 2022. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, what what do you see yourself doing with bodyboarding moving forward? Obviously, you're gunning for a world title here. I mean, how long can you stretch the bodyboarding career? It could go for another two decades, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's a, I mean, that's, that's a good question. Um, I have a hard time thinking that far ahead. Yeah. I always have. Um, I guess I kind of want to just see how this year goes, how this the rest of the tour happens for me. Um, yeah. And just see how I'm feeling after it, after it all. Win or, win or lose, I just kind of want to see what it's like. Because it's hard to say what I'll want to do in six months. Yeah, I was going to ask you along those lines, do you have interests outside of bodyboarding? Is there something you're passionate about? There's not, there's nothing that I'm as passionate about as I am bodyboarding. Okay. So, there's nothing really pulling me super strong in another direction. Okay. Um, Are you good at something else? Not really. Are you a singer? Painter? No, I'm definitely yeah. not a singer. I'm a god-awful singer. <laughs> Damn it, I was going to ask him to sing. No, 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 I wouldn't do that to you. Because I would have done a duet. No. Oh, no way. <laughs> You'd have to pay me a lot more. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, all right. So, for now, that's in your, you know, your front vision is bodyboarding and pushing towards this world title. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think we covered a lot of ground here. There's a long uh, path ahead of Tanner McDaniel potentially yeah. in bodyboarding. Yeah, maybe, hopefully, maybe not. We'll see. We'll we... see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. So, um, I will ask you if you want to thank anyone. You want to give any shout outs to anyone? Um, yeah. I mean, I just want to obviously got to thank the sponsors: uh, yeah. Science Bodyboards, Gyral, Viper. Um, I mean, yeah, Mike and the guys with those brands have just been super supportive yep. of me for. A decade now. Yeah. It's been ten years, and um, 
yeah, I just got to thank them. Um, cool. My parents and my family have always been super supportive. They've, they've supported me 100% in whatever I want to do. And uh, my girlfriend Harper back in California right now, um, we're just being supportive when I come and do stuff yeah. like this. Like she's just cheering me on. Yeah. And she's my number one fan. So it's Are always, you guys yeah. On the calls every day, back yeah. and forth. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a 12 hour time difference. So yeah. it's kind of difficult, but making it work. Totally good. Yeah. Well, cool, yeah. man. We wish you the best of luck. I know by the time I post this, this contest will be over. Who knows? Yeah, He hopefully. has the highest heat score of the day on day <laughs> one. So can he do that and make it to the final and do the same thing? If he does, he'll win the contest. So That's we'll the plan. See. We'll yeah. find out. Um, but best of luck to you and you. best of luck in, in your quest for the world title for this year and beyond. <laughs> And uh, thanks for your time, yeah. brother. No, thank you. Happy okay, to be here. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to seeing what you can do uh, in the future with bodyboarding. Tanner McDaniel from Kauai, now living in Laguna Niguel, right? I live in San Clemente now. You do? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, we'll get to that off camera. Yeah. I'm going to give his address yeah, yeah. on camera or all you crazy stalkers will be at <laughs> his front door uh, when he gets back from this yeah. trip. So that'll do it for this episode of The Real Deal Show, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Give us the thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel so you don't miss any of the episodes. If you're listening on the audio podcast, I hope you enjoyed it while you did your workout or your drive to work or school or whatever it is you do while you listen to podcasts. And we will see you next time. And as always, see you in the surf.